You are the Yoda of abdominal tumors. I've been rooting for the unicorn to show up ever since I saw it on the whiteboard. <laughs> there you go. Dead characters do not yield spin-offs. On a scale of one to five sexist surgery machines. I have a million points. <laughs> Gosu.com. This is Serious Business. Greetings and Happy New Year. This is Serious Business. I am Jeff, your host for this New Year 2014 edition of the podcast. And joining me is the G1 panel. Huzzah! Uh. 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 Yeah. What was that? <laughs> and joining me is the G1 panel of goats. So starting off, we've got Kristen. Kristen, I know the answer to this question, but but how are you doing? No, I'm great. Just just great? Oh, perfect. Not sick yeah. at all. Just great. No, no illness that is hounding you. Yeah. Trying to destroy you from the inside. Yeah, it's ripping my throat apart. No big deal. I'm sorry to hear that. In that case, we'll we'll keep things a bit brief. <laughs> Do you have a 2014 New Year's resolution? No. No? No. Fuck it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, just further descent into slobbery. Like, why fight it? Well, this is... Aren't you glad you started with me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, what, uh, if anything, are you drinking to remove all of your sorrows? Just juice. Just juice? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I'm, I'm drinking lots of solids, because, you know, they tell you to drink lots of liquids. Um, but uh, I like to go against the grain. And and, and drink gases and solids and yeah. What about plasma? <laughs> I feel like that would be uh, quite a way to die. <laughs> plasma. Uh, Thanks, Jeff. So moving on, <laughs> uh, we've got John. John, how's it going? Uh, awesome, Jeff. I'm actually good and past my my illness now. I mean, I I was sick for a good week or so from I was sick from about. Uh, Christmas Eve day until about yesterday, pretty much. So, Jeez. doing good. Uh, every it's it's the most wonderful time of the year. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. So, John, do you have any 2014 New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I, I guess the biggest one would be to uh, take a photo every day Ooh. and do a daily sketch every day, which I think was similar to my New Year's resolution last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, I, believe, I believe last year you said to draw more was, was ah. certainly part of it. So, well, I'm in the same ballpark. A little bit yeah. more specific. You were much more yeah. specific, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What are you drinking to kick off the new year? I'm drinking a Harpoon UFO White. Ooh. Is it tasty? Uh, it is. Good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> so, moving on, we got Michelle. Michelle, how is it going? It's going pretty well, Jeff. I'm glad to hear it. Michelle, do you have any 2014 New Year's resolutions? Yes. I looked at my Goodreads total, which, I mean, to be fair, I'm not always good about logging books when I read them, Mm -hmm. but it was pitiful. So I'm going to do a better... I know. It was like... And I know that I've read more than that, but it's like, that's all. So I'm going to do a little bit better about going out of the box, reading different things, different genres... And I have a book goal, and I'm going to do a little bit better about recording them and writing reviews. So I'm excited about it. Me too. Nice. Uh, how does Goodreads actually work? All I know is it's something that I got <laughs> invited to once by someone on Facebook, I think, and maybe signed up for, and occasionally I get weird emails from it. I mean, Kristen and I both do it. Uh, I don't think anybody else here does. But basically, you log the books that you are currently reading or that you've read in the past or that you would like to read, and you can share your current progress on a book. You can talk to people who have read the same book. You can, you know, write posts to authors and things like that. So I think it's really neat. It's a good way of whenever I see a book that I really would like to read, I try to put it on there so I won't forget about it because that happens pretty frequently. And the app has a scanner. So if you're like in the store, you can just scan the barcode of a book and add it to your list. That's one of the parts that I like the most. Mm -hmm. It's pretty sweet. So per- personal book cataloging and uh, kind of sharing of reviews. Yeah, I like that. It sounds neat. And Michelle, what, if anything, are you drinking to start off this fine new year? Um, I'm also drinking a UFO white. Ugh, so, I know. 
It's like you're sitting next <laughs> to each other right. or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> what's in the fridge. <laughs> nice. So rounding out the panel, we got Rob. Rob, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good. Sorry, I uh, muted my microphone, and uh, then I had to scramble to unmute it. Sorry. He just wasn't listening to us. No, I was listening. I just didn't want to make any noise. <laughs> he was being polite. Yes. Seriously. Uh, so, Rob, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm st- stuck. I'm stuck here on the East Coast with you animals. Uh, uh, yes. I, my, plane, my plane got canceled today. Uh, uh, Hercules. Because of the uh. snow. Yeah. So, uh, I'm stuck here for like another four days, which is uh. insanity. Ugh. In fucking sanity. But um, other than that, I guess I'm okay. Yeah, no, it would be nice to be in L.A. right about now, given that the temperature outside is a balmy zero. Yeah. Oh, you mean in Boston? I thought you meant in mm-hmm. L.A. it's a balmy zero. I was like, wow, that's intense. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be uh, semi-apocalyptic. Yeah. I think, <laughs> if, it, if it ever hit zero in L.A. Fun. Uh, it would be hilarious, because I think half the city would just die. Yeah. Um, well, hilarious isn't really the word I meant. <laughs> hilarious! Uh, you know, not ha-ha funny. More, more ironic funny. Yeah, 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 there you go. Well, ain't that uh, something. So, Rob, uh, do you have any 2014 New Year's resolutions? Um, I never, like, formally declare a resolution. I don't really make them, but Michelle reminded me about the fact that I don't really read books anymore, and that mm-hmm. should be something that I need to make a an effort to do because I feel really bad about that. Yeah, so I think 2014, uh, I'm going to read some books. You know, no pictures. No pictures. No what? pictures in those books. Oh man. Yeah. That sounds pictures hard. Pictures will all be in my head. Mm-hmm. Aww. Well, you have a, a roster of people who can give you very good recommendations. So I do, I do, mm-hmm. and I have a pile of books I still need to read. So <laughs> it, it's well, a good, it's a good resolution, I think. You've got four Oops. four snowbound days left to, on the yeah. East Coast, followed by a, a flight. So now is uh, as good a time yeah. as any to get started. <laughs> yeah, true. And uh, what, if anything, are you drinking to start off this? Uh, I'm actually drinking uh, Bacardi and Coke. Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some weird shit when you live with your parents. Right. <laughs> just trying try to force around and make things work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Do they have a liquor cabinet? They have like a shelf, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. yeah, so good old liquor shelf. That's, mm-hmm. that's nice. So let's see what what resolutions do I have? Last year, I think my resolution was very broad and generic. It was just to build to build some stuff, and I think I did an okay job. I got started on a lot of things. Um, oh, yeah. So I think uh, I think my resolution this year is going to be to finish, <laughs> start finish all the things I started in 2013. Yeah, hopefully hopefully I can I can manage that at least on some level. That would certainly make me feel a lot better about about those projects. <laughs> and I am drinking a screwdriver. Ooh, nice, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah, tastes tastes mighty good. So uh, let's start this episode off by going back in time, exactly one year, to 2012 into 2013. Barack Obama had just been reelected. The Mayan calendar had ended, and we hadn't all died. It was it was good times. Or did we? Oh no! <laughs> Has this become a, a Damon Lindelof? Oh, yeah, we were all inside of a dog's eye while he was sleeping. <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> but last year, I believe we did a very similar episode where we talked about things that we were excited about in 2013. So let's follow up on some of those things uh, mm-hmm. now that 2013 is gone and done. Some of the things definitely came out. Some of them did not. Some of them also lived up to expectations, and some definitely did not. Uh, <sighs> so let's start with something that uh, I managed to dodge like a smart person, but you four <laughs> people all had to go see, and that's Man of Steel. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> it wasn't that was bad. It, was it like two full hours of like white hot rage enough? Uh, two and a half, <laughs> I believe. To, to address Man of Steel? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Let's yeah, talk about Zack Snyder some more. Speaking of white hot rage. 
Yeah, I know. Let's get uh, let's get Jeff going on a twenty minute rant. rant. Look, I'm uh, you know before we started this episode, I actually watched about an hour and fifteen minutes of Roman Polanski's The Ninth Gate, and I what? feel like I can sympathize with watching a really long, really boring, really bad movie. So maybe I am in in a similar boat. I I feel bad now that you guys all had to go see Man of Steel, and uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that happened. <laughs> well, um. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I think we we're all looking forward to that. Obviously, Kristen liked it a little more than the rest of us, but I remember John and I were pretty pissed, and I think Michelle was too. Yeah. 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 Here's what happened. It, it it was coming off of it was the year after the you know the Dark Knight Rises, and the studios playing up the whole produced by Christopher Nolan, written by David Goyer. And it had, it seemed like it was going to try and do a similar thing to like Batman Begins. And I think that it did try to do that, failed miserably, but it tried. Um, but I think what we were all expecting was nothing as good as the Batman movies, but a good, honest attempt at a Superman movie. And it just, it, it, I was not prepared for how bad it was going to be. Just like, I mean, just from a basic story standpoint, you know, I mean, like, it was just, it was very sloppily executed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just was, I wasn't yeah. prepared for, I mean, I know Kristen is a little bit of a defender of it, but um, I was just... <laughs> I'm not going to die in a hill for it or anything. <laughs> I know, but I know, but you enjoyed it on some level. Yeah. And there were times in the, in the movie theater where I was trying to do that, you know, throw your hands up in the air and okay, let's just get crazy with it. But I mean, I couldn't the whole time in that movie, I couldn't, I couldn't go with it. That was my problem too. I mean, there's one thing about not meeting expectations, right? Getting excited about a movie and it's just not very good. But there's another thing to be just, I felt this movie was tedious and painful. Like yeah, it was exhausting. Yeah, to watch. It, it wasn't even the action scenes. Like you expect at least good action to be like, oh, that's kind of exciting. But it was just uh, yeah. overwhelming. And it had like it had similar to the Batman movies. It had a very solid expand you know a very large solid cast and you just you know you don't you don't think that it's gonna be that bad but it was just like you know the, the character development was all over the place the the action scenes were just so oversaturated and over the top yeah, yeah. it's just it was it just uh, it's just like dense angry gloomy noise for a really yeah, long yeah. time and i i couldn't i felt like i never caught my breath and by the time i got out of the theater i was just exhausted and frustrated mm-hmm. all right so let's 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 keep it in the superhero realm and let's move on to uh, another movie that came out in 2013 that was also much anticipated but perhaps the reaction was a little more mixed and that was iron man 3 um, I remember us being pretty <laughs> jazzed for Iron Man three, but I was—I think I—I I was hesitant because I did not like Iron Man two, uh, even though I'm apparently uh, well. Actually, I won't say I'm alone in that. I know many people who dislike Iron Man two, but I, on this podcast, there are some defenders. But uh, me, yeah. <laughs> you know who else defends it, Rob? <laughs> oh God, I'm a defender of Iron Man two as well. Uh, did you guys John, think I didn't? Apparently. I don't know if I listened to that cast. Were you? Did you guys like Iron Man three less than Iron Man two? Some of us. Well, no, I didn't like it less than Iron Man two. But I loved Iron Man three. That, yeah, that, I, pod, that episode really bummed me out because I thought we were all gonna like high five, and I, I, I showed up, and everyone's like, meh. Oh, we just I just watched it for the first time as a Christmas movie at Christmas time, and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I really liked it. Rob, high five. Iron Man 3. I, I know, I don't, I mean, my reaction on the episode may have been a little tepid, but I don't know. It was, it was one of those things where I watch it again and it sort of settles and I really like, I really know how I feel about it. And it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. I really liked it. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I really liked the first two thirds of it and I just thought the ending went off the rails. Yeah, well, I mean, it was crazy to have all those suits and the, the, lots of flying and Mm-hmm. Fire, and uh, fire. was it Don Cheadle rescuing the president? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's this, wrong with Don Cheadle? This, make, this, his, make his make sound <laughs> so dismissive just by his name. 
maybe, like, maybe Don Cheadle's ever going to rest the present. <laughs> <laughs> so Iron Man 3 was uh, was significantly better than Man of Steel, I think we can all agree. And uh, of the 2013 summer blockbusters, it was pretty strong, pretty strong. It said it made a lot of money. Yeah. It did make a lot of money. And it made... Uh, was it? Did did you have it on Fantasy Summer Box Office, Rob? You did. Yeah, yeah I guess we'll one him the competition. Pretty sure it made Rob very very happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why you liked it so much. <laughs> Didn't hurt. Uh, but in keeping with our 2013 summer blockbusters, let's move on to Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, and I remember us being very excited for that. But and you in know, the first 24 hours we liked it. Yes. And then you start <laughs> to think about, about it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you turn your critical eye on it. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. In the last dumb. seven months, haven't helped much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I own it, and I watch it on occasion. There's some beautiful <laughs> gifts, but... Uh, yeah. Especially the cut shower scene. But... <laughs> yeah. Who's in, who's in the shower scene? Oh, yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> Well, there are a lot of people who I could see you liking in the shower scene, Kristen. It's a very Is beautiful it? cast, but yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, you're right. I, I think I gave that movie a four, and that was perhaps too generous. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Well, I, I do remember not caring that it was as broken as it was while I was watching it, because it was just so, so it was just so gosh darn fun, Rob. Just so fun. I I wasn't on that podcast, but I saw it um, around that same time, and I liked it on the first go around. And then, like, it was on a plane or something. I saw it during a flight, and I was like, I couldn't even get like twenty minutes into it. I had to turn it off. Yeah, it I don't know. It doesn't hold up once you realize it doesn't make a lick of sense. Yeah, I don't know if I will ever watch that movie again. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to rescind my four. Yeah, this episode's just turning into, like, we redact our previous opinions. <laughs> in, in Man, were we, were we wrong? <laughs> it does. Let's look back and see how wrong we were in the past year. <laughs> does happen to the best of us. Uh, so another movie I remember that we were very excited for, or, well, at least, at least one or two of us was very excited for, was 300 Rise of an Empire. Still excited for it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Let's still waiting let's... anxiously. No. I wasn't and still am not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna walk in that theater knowing it's a big pile of garbage, but it's still gonna be fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had the trailer come out yet? Oh, there are several trailers. No, I know, but had it come out yet when we were excited? Like, oh, what? Yeah, uh, I, I think no. I don't think I don't it had. Think so. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it, the beginning of the year. guys were like, "What are you going off of?" Like, "Oh, IMDb page." <laughs> it was Marcus who picked it right for our box office. Yeah. 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 And, it, and it got pushed back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. All I remember from the trailer now is that there are lots of ships. Yeah, yep. it's an ancient naval battle. Mm-hmm. Fun. An ancient naval battle in the middle of a thunderstorm for some reason. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Yeah. That's when people on those ships would fight, I'm sure. That, that's, <laughs> hey, man. It's a surprise attack. When shit goes down, you don't get to choose what the weather's like. Mm-hmm. I bet they also <laughs> leapt from ship to ship. Sure. And screamed as they did it. On horses. Without yes. shirts. Underwater. Yes. While listening to the Smashing Pumpkins. I like that you guys are listing all the good reasons to see this movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I don't... Well, um, oh, that's a tad subjective. <laughs> I I might see it. It depends what's going on when it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see. What else did we talk about? I believe there was some Batman comic stuff that people were very excited about, particularly oh, a, yeah. a Riddler origin arc. But I understand that origin arc is still going on. Is that correct? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> still waiting for that. Well, I think when we talked about it, we didn't quite know what it was. And that's what we were going off of was it was a Riddler origin. Um, and what it became was a Batman origin and the Riddler's origin is sort of like it's going on, but that's not the central focus of it. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. The central one character. Yeah. He's one part. The the Riddler is like one character of, of many in sort of like an early Gotham 
where Bruce becomes Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. And um, but you guys give it thumbs up so far. Thumbs up. I well, did. yeah, uh, I'm a little frustrated with it uh, because of the Riddler thing and because I just don't know where it's going. Snyder and Capullo. It's, this yeah. yeah, this is Snyder and Capullo. This is Zero Year. It's mm-hmm. post. Well, it's the, the arc that came out after uh, Death of the Family, which okay. we did an episode on. And I liked Death of the Family and Court of Owls prior to that, but this uh, I'm just having trouble getting a shape of like where it's going. So it and it's a very long series too. It's like John, help me out here. Was it like twenty? It's, it's issues eleven or issues. Oh, eleven. It's issues. eleven issues, but within those eleven, that those eleven issues are broken up into three right different arcs. So yeah. I. I I forget the exact issue breakdown, but I think like the first four are more the Batman origin. So Bruce is becoming Batman. And then the second one, which they're in now, is Dark City, I think, where the Riddler causes this mass power outage in Gotham City. And there's a villain called Dr. Death, which is like... Really retro uh, villain. Yeah. See, he's like this bone monster that causes bone mutations. And for the last couple issues, the Riddler really isn't in it. I think he may he might come into it in the next couple issues in in the third arc. But yeah, I think right now it's it's roughly halfway through the zero year stuff. I would still consider it a thumbs up. It just isn't working for me like the prior two Snyder and Capullo stories. So yeah, thumbs up. Still above average, just just a little strange. Mm, I see. It's, right. a, it's a little bit of a damn time. Well, we'll see. We'll see where it ends up heading. And um, yeah, I think the only other things we talked about back in our 2013 episode were uh, Heart of the Swarm and the Dota 2 full release. I'll just really briefly say that both of those were excellent and lived up to my expectations uh, hugely. So before we hop into 2014, um, I just want to do a quick round. To ask you guys if there was anything else that surprised you in 2013, either for good or for bad. So just real quick, let's start with Michelle on that one. Michelle, was there anything in 2013 that surprised you for for better or for worse? I mean, I've been talking about this for a couple episodes, but the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland series is fantastic. It shouldn't be, but it's great. I love it. It's everything that I liked in the original season of Once Upon a Time, but without some of the drama of the later later season. So I really recommend it. It's on uh, Hulu, I think. Uh, definitely watch it. Nice. Uh, let's move on to Rob. Rob, anything surprise you? Yeah, I was surprised that uh, The Wolverine uh, was the best X-Men movie ever. It's awesome. <laughs> I still I have to see it. I think that just... Became available on one on either Amazon or Netflix yeah, or whoever. I saw it when it came out, and I got the Blu-ray for Christmas. So I've watched it twice, and it kicks ass. And I, wow. I didn't even think I was going to go see it. I went with friends, and uh, man, it's awesome. Cool. Awesome. Right. Let's move on to uh, Kristen. Kristen, anything surprise you this year? Who'd have thunk that a TV show about Hannibal Lecter would actually be fucking awesome? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I've I've heard good things about the Hannibal, and it is returning, yes? Or yes. has it returned? More on that later. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it sounded like the dumbest idea in the world. Like, oh, God, why are we doing this, and why are we doing it on TV? But it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, let's move on to John. John, anything uh, else surprise you this year? Yeah. The Superior Spider-Man, which I wrote an article on uh, Gosu, very unsure of it. This is the storyline where Doc Ock and Peter Parker have a good old-fashioned mind swap, and Peter Parker like you do. dies in Dr. Octopus's body, and Dr. Octopus becomes the new Spider-Man. And, you know, this was, as you might imagine, it was met with a lot of fan kickback. And, um, you know, I, I read it thinking I'll stick with it for a little while and see where it goes, but I'll probably end up stopping. And it's been one of the more solid comic books I've, I've read. I mean, once you get past the shaky mind swap thing, it's it's really interesting and it's a really well written comic. It's just sort of um, it just keeps you engaged and it keeps you looking forward to the next issue. 
and it's bi-weekly, so it comes out, unlike most um, mainstream titles, it comes out every two weeks. So it's really easy to sort of keep with the momentum of it. And they've done a really good Venom story, and there's uh, a whole Green Goblin thing coming up next. So it's it, it was definitely, I wasn't ex- expecting it to be that good. So let's see. Let's round this out. I was. I'll. I'll go with the thing I was pleasantly surprised by, and I think I am not alone in this. Certainly, I know that at least one or two of you are also into this. But I was really pleasantly surprised by Sleepy Hollow, in mm-hmm. much the same way that Kristen was pleasantly surprised by Hannibal. Uh, when I saw the trailers or advertisements for Sleepy Hollow, I was like, that looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and it's not. It's actually really fun, and I find myself really looking forward to it coming back despite all its flaws the cast and the characters just do a really good job of selling it as an entertaining kind of monster of the week romp so yeah i'm looking forward to more of that and on that note it is time for our first refill break of the episode of the year oh my god of the year oh my god (laughs) brb And we're back. So uh, now it's time for us to go ahead and talk about things that we are excited about for 2014. I'm super jazzed for this year. I think it's going to be good. I hope. (laughs) We hope. It will be. There's like a bizarre negative undertone to this entire episode. (laughs) Uh, It might have something to do with the massive snowstorm that just moved through. It's probably got us all feeling a little down. But yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about things that we, we think are going to be cool or that we're excited about. Let's go ahead and start with Rob on that. Rob, what's got what? you jazzed in 2014? You son of a bitch. Start with me. Man, my list was short because everyone else's list was so long. You had one job, Rob. <laughs> one job. All right, so I'll go first and I'll say that I am cautiously optimistic about the Captain America sequel. Yeah. Uh, which is called Winter's Soldier. For a couple of reasons. One is that there's no magic in it. So uh, it won't disappoint me in a pile of nonsense like Thor 2. Um, oh my God. The trailers look actually pretty encouraging. They're directed by the Russos. I think they're brothers. And they're from Community. They used to direct episodes of Community, which is weird. Like, you wouldn't expect that they would have the, uh, the skill set to, like, execute a, a giant, like, blockbuster action movie. But the, the trailers look really legit. I guess they're, like, huge Marvel nerds. So, uh, they... Can you imagine, like, just a bunch of executive, like, a bunch of uh, Marvel executives. What have they done? Community? They're like the comic book? <laughs> But uh, the visuals look great, and uh, I don't know the story from the comics, specifically the Winter Soldier story, which, spoiler alert, if you don't know what's going on, it's Bucky is uh, recovered by the Soviets and brainwashed into this killer machine called the Winter Soldier. So it's basically, yeah, basically like a sidekick turned bad kind of deal. So he's kidnapped after he fell off a train. Yep. Yeah, because he got frozen. He got frozen, man. Everybody gets frozen in Captain America. You shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, Jeff. Oh, it's it's a little funny that they they beat Batman to the sidekick turning evil thing because that's that's Batman's shtick. But uh, I also like that there's a a perceived, at least, groundedness to the premise in the trailers. It almost looks like a big sort of almost reminds me of like a Bond film, like a espionage sort of spy agency mm-hmm. with big set pieces and not like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but S.H.I.E.L.D. like with the helicarrier and, you know, big sort of world ending, you know, plots that they're foiling. I've been reading um, Secret Avengers from Marvel, which is a monthly series starring Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, what's his name? Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. Nick Fury. And um, it does a very good job of 
obviously all the Marvel tropes in there, but it's very grounded and sort of like a gritty sort of procedural. And uh, I kind of like that aspect that is, is mirrored in the Winter Soldier premise and uh, ads so far. So I'm excited for that because I, I really want to be excited for a Marvel movie that's not Iron Man. And I'm putting, I'm putting my chips in the corner of Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yes, it might be a, a good fantasy summer box office bet as well. No, it's April. April? Oh, wow. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Huh. So it's not eligible. Just barely not eligible. My mm-hmm. goodness. Cool. Uh, so let's move on to Michelle. Michelle, what's something you're excited about in 2013? Or 2014? Jesus. 2014. Get it it's right, 2014 Jeff. already? What? Take it easy on those screwdrivers, so, uh, even though we have to wait uh, eight months, I am very excited about seeing Peter Capaldi as the 12th Doctor. I think that we saw a little bit about him in the end, spoiler alert, of the Christmas episode. And it was just that one minute clip was fantastic. I'm really excited. I think that an older Doctor is definitely what we needed. I'm hoping that he'll bring a little bit more of a grounded doctor, like the crazy uncle doctor versus like the weird brother or lover. So I'm hoping for less romantic interest and more adventure, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I know John's excited about it too. Yeah. I definitely hope it's better. Speaking of 2013 disappointments than uh, the, the little arc that we had before the 50th anniversary, because mm-hmm. that felt, underwhelming in terms of Doctor Who. Yeah. The whole last <laughs> half of the season of, what, season seven? was Season seven, part two. Yeah, was Jesus was pretty, pretty underwhelming. But I think that if the last two specials have been anything, there's definite potential still left. And I think Peter Capaldi has enough to reinvigorate the series and kind of bring us bring us in a different area, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah, as long as he says fuckity bye at least once. <laughs> I, I, really gonna happen. I don't uh, think he's going to, but there's edited clips on YouTube. I'm still hoping. We can... Yeah. <laughs> we can all dream, can't we? Mm-hmm. So let's move on to John. John, give us something. Besides Doctor Who, that's sort of like my number one spot. Mad Men is going to be. I'm sorry that that's not totally. Uh, oh no, that's in the realm. Okay, sweet. That can be um, discussed. But yeah, I think we will be getting the final season of Mad Men this year, or at least the first portion of the final season. Uh, They're going to split it in two. I know seven episodes in seven episodes. Damn bullshit. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's. I mean that's something that. That's a show that comes through year after year and doesn't really disappoint. So. I think it's going to be a pretty pretty good finale for that. It's still one of those shows that I'm going to marathon one weekend because I've only seen bits and pieces here or there. Really? Oh, well, yeah. that's no way to do it, Jeff. you got to savor it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Fine one. I was in sort of in the marketing world for a while and it maybe was hitting a little too close to home. Uh. <laughs> maybe just a, tw- a, a twitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I, I remember when I was that of those meetings. drunk and macabre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was like I didn't get that drunk in the workday. This sucks. Yeah, no, I, I want to uh, picture Jeff at like uh, the top of a skyscraper, just like looking out a Venetian blind window with a scotch, just contemplating existence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, life is so morally ambiguous. Damn it, John! <laughs> damn it, John! You stole mine. I'm really excited for Mad Men too, and I don't mind as much that they're splitting up the season. It's an annoying trend that's happening with television seasons. I don't know Bullshit, what the advantage is. is, but my God, it's my it's my favorite show on the air currently, and I am just chomping at the bit. I think uh, nothing yeah, beats great. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And hopefully we'll uh, finish strong. Yeah, finish strong for sure. So let us move on to Kristen. Kristen, hit us with something. 300 Rise of an Empire. 
Oh, right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of talking about this movie. I am excited for it, but we're not going to talk about it anymore. Motherfucking Sherlock's back. Oh, uh, that's true. And Sherlock. And by the time this episode goes live, there's only a few more days until the last episode. <laughs> I fucking have hate my life. second one? Kristen, have you seen the second episode yet? It's not out It's co- It's coming out it's Sunday. It's not out yet. Yeah. Sunday, so, I see. Yeah, they released the first one. There's the mini episode on Christmas Eve, which I watched yeah. on, on the train home, which was awesome. Oh, um, great. But then I had to, like, control my sputtering laughter because it's really good. <laughs> um, the first episode came out on the 1st, and then the second is on the 5th, and then the third is on the 12th. And that's it. Mm, it's like eating a really good meal. You're uh-huh. sort of sitting there just like, man, this is... I need to keep eating this in order to enjoy it, but it's going to be over soon. Yeah. The more I eat it, the the closer I am to it being done, and it's just terrible. So it's actually it's actually more like eating that meal at a restaurant that's only open one day every eighteen months. <laughs> I I told Kristen but, that it's like being a, a like a huge fan of a comet that comes around every hundred years. Like by the time it comes around again, uh-huh. it's not even about the comet anymore. You're just, you're just like cannibalized your fandom into yeah. Oh, some we're already going strange amalgamation. Fucking insane. And, like, I know none of yeah. you have seen the new episode yet, but the episode itself is crazy. And Sherlock fans have a way of elevating the crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no really? Way. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're already, they're, they're already setting the bar for crazy super high, and we don't need no hiatus to make some weird shit. So, um, it's, I have mixed feelings about it. Like, there's some stuff I like, there's some stuff I didn't. But it's mm-hmm. just, it's so weird, like, to have new material at all. But it's cool to see, like, this flurry of, you know, fan art being created and stuff. And, awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of quotable and gifable and just really great scenes and some good cameos. And, yeah, y'all should watch it. I mean... Who wrote the first episode? It's Gatiss, who, uh, okay. who plays Mycroft. And mm-hmm. he gave himself some awesome scenes, too. So, yeah, all the blame for this one goes to Gatiss, who I think was just scrolling Tumblr and making notes... <laughs> that's the prevailing theory is he's like oh they like that and they like that okie dokie then so definitely yeah. not Moffat. <laughs> well it, it has his paws all over it his you know i'm sure they all like i'm sure like each person writes a draft and then everyone kind of takes a crack at it but yeah the main writer is mark gatiss and i don't know if i should be admitting this because i you know it's it's out in the uk it's not out in the u.s until the 19th but i've managed to see it through means <laughs> for reasons yeah but that's the cool thing is like the conversation is going to extend for the people who are waiting for pbs so there's mm-hmm. going to be like another wave of like essays and stuff coming out when it is available everywhere so that's pretty cool i feel like the sherlock fandom are tailgaters at an oakland raiders <laughs> game <laughs> it's okay. not even I think I'm just trying to politely say they're very creative in how enthusiastic they are. Mm-hmm. 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 They and we have to be, man. Mm-hmm. Be the first to fucking admit it. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's uh, move on to me. What am I excited about in 2014? Uh, I'm excited about something that's already started up, and that is Community Season 5. I just watched the first two episodes because they were just posted on Hulu, and it is so good. To have good. Dan Harmon back <laughs> on that show. Uh, Dan Community back. is is it is back. And and I understand why Dan Harmon is not the most popular writer, why community is not even the most popular show with him at the helm. Because the first episode is the most meta thing mm-hmm. I have ever like <laughs> Abed and Troy sit there the entire time commenting about what is going on with the writing of the episode. Jesus. Um, Jesus. But it's so good. Take it easy. Take it easy on spoilers, Jeff. Michelle and I haven't watched it. We're, we're, we're waiting for, for friends to, to watch it. So, so take it easy on the descriptions. Very well. I won't describe in too much detail aside from saying that it is back to its excellent quality and possibly even better. But it's, it's hard to say. Again, if you like the meta stuff, you'll really, really enjoy the first episode. And the second episode has possibly the greatest Nicolas Cage-related thing ever. I didn't know it was already too loud. 
Well, it aired as like one hour special. Oh, okay. I'm glad that you say that, Jeff, because I was going along with our Underworld in 2013 stick. I really kind of could have taken our left community last year. And yeah, no, I'm with you. I didn't watch it's, it at all. And I was you, yeah, you didn't miss much. Yeah. You didn't miss much. You didn't. The first episode does an incredibly good job of not, not explaining away the last season, but of of doing the best it can with what happened last season, mm-hmm. while still sort of poking fun at it. Here's a um, question. But yeah, what's up? Is Chang still around? He's there <laughs> a little bit. Okay, <laughs> that's if he's there a little bit. He's there in the fine. proper dosage. Yeah. The, uh, the proper he, dosage. He's my least favorite part about that show. Oh, it's not a favorite part, but he's, he's what I like the least about that show. They... Poke fun at what happened with Chang last season. Okay. In a a good way. (laughs) In a way that's full of, like, double meanings that Mm. works in the context of the episode while also being... You can also interpret it as them saying this, like, what the fuck were they thinking? (laughs) So, yeah. Really good. Really good. Let's do another round, Robin. Uh, Let's go back to Rob. Rob, hit us with another thing that you're excited about in 2014. Damn it. Um, <laughs> what did I put in my? You had two jobs, Rob. <laughs> two jobs. All right, I'll go to my other one. I'll do a, a TV thing. Um, and it's it's coming out this month, I think, on HBO. I've been seeing all the ads for it, and it looks great. It's called True Detective, mm. and it's starring uh, Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, and it looks like to be a period piece, maybe in the '80s. I think it takes place. And they're uh, detectives in the Midwest, I believe, who are investigating. It looks like to be very spooky, ritualistic murders that are occurring. And it just looks great. Like, I remember how excited I was when The Killing was announced for AMC. And how disappointed I was in, in, those, in that show. But this looks like the show I wanted that show to be. Mm-hmm. So Matthew McConaughey has a lot of has scored a lot of points recently. He's been on a lot of great projects and uh, proven himself a great actor. Woody Harrelson is like always the best part of everything he's in. So I think, I don't know, it just looks great, spooky, gloomy, dramatic. And it reminds me of a lot of like the BBC miniseries that have come out recently on Netflix, like Top of the Lake and God, what was that Gillian Anderson one? Oh, The Fall. Uh, the Fall. And I think it was Hit hit or miss with uh chloe savigny also bbc uh which were great all all miniseries that i watched this year about sort of they're all about murder investigations oh hit and miss is about a, a hit woman but this looks to be sort of like an answer to that for uh american audience mm-hmm. yeah. i guess but hbo is doing it hbo is doing it and they have you know an amazing track record and the cast is incredible and just the the trailers themselves send shivers, so I'm really excited for that. And I think that premiere is in January in a, in a week or two, so really excited for that. Yeah, it also looks like it has that kind of intense girl with the dragon tattoo, sort of Scandinavian quality to it. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. where it's just unapologetic life in shitty Stark parts of America. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully that is is really cool because it's um it's a dry period right now for television. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. so I'm looking forward to seeing something. Certainly a dry period. Fall. A dry period for like <laughs> the big budget dramas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cool. So let's move on to Michelle. Michelle hit us with something else. Twenty fourteen. So- I am tentatively excited about The Giver, which is going to be coming out in August of 2014. The Giver is a sci-fi film adaptation of a novel of the same name by Lois Lowry. Mm-hmm. It came out in, I think, like, 93. I remember reading it when I was really young, and it was one of those books that really stuck with me. I read it again recently, a couple years ago, and I think it really holds up. And I'm excited about seeing it as a film because part of it should be I'm guessing in black and white and the I think it will be beautiful it could be beautiful because mm-hmm. the addition of color when he's getting all these memories I think it has real potential I'm a little nervous about the cast but it's kind of a little bit all over the place we have Meryl Streep but we have Taylor Swift 
So I am tentative. I'm definitely going to see it, but it could could go either way. Mm, yes, uh, I remember that being a very popular sort of summer reading book growing up. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think it has real potential. It, it's one of those books that I, I think has real worth. And Lois Lowry has been talking about having it adapted. Like there was talk that it was going to come out in 2012, and she said, well, it's really there's not a lot of action in it, so it can be difficult to adapt when you have, like, Hunger Games and Divergent coming out and this movie at the same time. But I think, I think that it, I hope that it is good. I sincerely hope. I hope that I am not saying at the 2015 cast that it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that one. John, hit us with uh, another 2014 thing. For uh, movies, I am really looking forward to uh, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Oh, yeah. doesn't come out until later, Damn 2014. <laughs> Does anyone know what that's about? <laughs> Sorry, like, I saw the trailer, and it's just like, space. Yeah. It's, it's the final frontier. It's, it's, a, it's a non-trailer. It's I have yeah, really it's no fun. idea what it's about, but I'm, I'm still really intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a synopsis. It's a, it's a space mission. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, Nolan, I mean, even, you know, like now that he's all done with Batman, I mean, I'm still really interested in what he's doing. I mean, he's always, he's always good for, you know, a, a really good thriller action type movie. So I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be great. You know, again, just a, a really expansive, really good cast. Matthew McConaughey is in it, Anne Hathaway is in it. Michael Caine, of course, is yep. in it. Can't can't make a Christopher Nolan movie without Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, um, Michael and Michael Caine. Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I have an interesting, quick question to pose. What was the last non-Batman Nolan film that like really, really worked for you? Was it the Prestige? Yeah, I think yeah. it's the Prestige too. Inception again on Inc- Future Reflection was like. Yeah, it, Inception still works, but it works on a spectacle level and not really like yeah. on a storytelling level. Yeah, Inception level. is the one-word review movie, and that one word is cool. <laughs> yeah. You walk out of it, yeah. you're like, cool. Yeah. And that's it. That's really all But the all prestige is actually... Prestige is really good. It's really emotional, too. It's yeah. Yeah. sad and dramatic and at the same time very high concept. And All the turns in that movie are like one step ahead of you. Yes. And so it's yes. like you can oh my kind God. of see it coming, but not quite. And so it's not yeah. like just completely leaving you in the dust in like a Lindelof sort of way. Yeah. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's. It's. I need to watch that again. Shit. <laughs> me, too. Yeah, it's, me too. It's. It's me a too. better movie the second and even the third time you watch it. Oh, I saw it like three yeah. times in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah. It's one of those movies that keeps rewarding you because oh, yeah. there are so many layers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Didn't mean to step on you, John. Keep going. No, I mean, that's if you're looking forward to it, too. I'm um, looking forward to Interstellar, too, but there seems to be a a, a trending sort of slope with... Yeah, exactly, because there seems to be sort of a slope with Nolan, because I think, like, I don't know, Batman Begins and The Prestige are kind of similar in in quality to me, and, like, Rises, which I love and is my favorite of the Batman movies, even though I, I do see its faults, is more, like inception like he's getting very sort of like nuts and bolts ish and um very dense and mm-hmm. and less and less about sort of i don't know i don't want to say this about rises but less about an emotional thrust it, it certainly in um inception that was the case but he's done it so well with 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 uh even the dark knight and uh begins and uh the yeah, prestige that's what you're saying. and you know i don't I don't mean to, to uh, you know, throw shit on Inception or Rises, like I just said, is my favorite. But I want to see how he approaches, like, a big concept movie again where it's just him writing. It almost feels like he, I guess he did it with his procedures with his brother writing. But um, it almost feels better if he is sort of, like, rewriting someone else. He, like, he finds the yeah. holes and, and plugs them up with good stuff. But, like, if mm-hmm. it's just him, it tends to be a little rigid i think that the slope that he's on is when the concept of it starts to over you know like starts right to, starts right. to outweigh you know like so inception when you're dealing with dreams and all of the the special effects and, and spectacle that was in that when that starts to overpower 
what's going on with the characters. I mean, that's I think the the line yeah. that Nolan dances. But I mean, either way, it's 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 never bad. I mean, there's weaknesses, no, but it's never bad. It's always you can't ignore time. him. He's like one of those those yeah. guys now that whatever he does, you have to see it. So yeah, no, it'll be good Agreed. to see him do something non Batman again. So let's uh, let's move on to Kristen. Kristen, hit us up with something. I'm excited for Hannibal to come back. I've got a lot of TV stuff, but Hannibal's going to be over relatively quickly. It comes back the end of February. And so all my shows are just coming back and then going away again. It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> but that looks really good. There's a lot of stuff they need to cover, and someone fucking help Will Graham. And I hope more people, hint, hint, start watching it so that I have more people to squeal at. And the other thing that's coming out, I, I think it's for 2014, I'm not 100% certain, is BBC is doing a version of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. And, really? Yep. Woo! <laughs> yeah. And, which I know I'm not the only one on here who's read it because I was pestering Rob the entire time I was reading it about asking questions <laughs> about what I was reading. Like, uh, this character's a fairy, right? He's a fairy? <laughs> yeah, right. Who is this uh, guy? I, I forgot all the character names because there's so many. There's um, so many. It's the biggest, It's the longest book I've ever read. It's a phone book. Yeah, it's up there. Um, it is one of the longest books I've ever read. And so many footnotes. Oh, my God. And I read it on a Kindle, so that was challenging. Mm. That's a lot of dots. Yeah. yeah. The actors they chose look really good. Hopefully, it's visually beautiful. I mean, the BBC tends to have a pretty decent budget. That Their production value looks pretty good. But they're going to need a big one to pull this off. Because it's supposed to be very really beautiful. Big. But really the, big. It's about magic. I mean, they got a lot of shit mm-hmm. to do. So... Is a lot of visual effects to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually. I totally. When is? Do you know the date, Kristen? I do not. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was following the developmental progress of that because that was supposed to be a movie for a long time. There's no way it can be a movie. I mean, miniseries is the best. Way I think to go. it could be a movie. You'd have to. Uh, you'd cut a we'll lot. We'll see. Yeah, you'd, I mean, you'd have cut to a cut lot. Too much. There's a lot you'd that cut- could be streamlined. But. Yes, right, and that's where I think the argument is for a movie. Mm-hmm. But I am, I am sort of happy that they went the miniseries route, mm-hmm. and um, I haven't read that that movie. Um, read that movie. I haven't read that book in a really long time, but uh, it does remain one of my favorites, and I can't wait either. Yeah, it, it, I think the book is kind of a slow burn, but once you get into it, yeah, because it, it's so long and it's so daunting, but like. There's a couple points where there's like a turn and then you just flip, 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 flip. You're so. right. <laughs> okay, let's round this out with something that I'm not sure I'm excited about, but I'm just intrigued, and that's the dawn of Planet of the Apes. I I, I guess it's got Gary Oldman in it. That's neat. <laughs> yeah, the trailer in particular though. The the trailer is all Gary Oldman talking about humanity and it, it, it it's they set up the trailer as though it's just a post-apocalyptic movie and then the ending of the trailer is a bunch of apes and you're like oh so uh, apparently this is the sequel to rise of planet of the apes which was a james franco vehicle that was a little better than it had any right to be but still pretty weird and i don't know if it was necessary we've got caesar who is james franco's monkey friend uh who now lives in the forest with all of his intelligent ape buddies <laughs> and apparently a uh, a four-year plague has wiped out most of mankind except for gary oldman and a merry band of survivors and um they are now at war with the apes for the future of the planet or something I just, I don't know. I'll probably see it because why the hell not? But I guess it's just a re. Like, I, I, somebody needed money somewhere. Is that what happened? I don't know. <laughs> it's an Alzheimer's cure. Yeah. Well, that was what, what I think created the super smart apes, right? Right, right. Right. But yeah, that's, that's all I got for that one. Uh, that, well, the first one was surprisingly good. Yes. Yes, indeed it was. Yes. So maybe this one will also be surprisingly good. I hope uh, so. I don't know. I hope so. I don't know. All right, on that note, it is time for our second refill break. We will BRB. Welcome to the new age, to the new age, welcome to the new age, to the new age. 
my colleagues who have fantastic memories, we are going to be playing what hopefully will become a New Year's tradition. And that's a little game where we think of all of the things that we didn't mention over the last 45 minutes or so, because frankly, there are, is a lot of stuff coming out this year. And we go around, and everybody says something, and if you aren't able to say something, you're out. And the last person who is able to say something wins. And I don't know what the prize is. Respect. Yeah. I didn't prize get shit last year. You are the champion <laughs> for the next year. So, Kristen, Ooh. you are the outgoing champion. So far. Yes. We haven't played yet. Hold your horses. Uh, <laughs> that's true. She may retain her crown. And uh, let's say this, this can be a, uh, you know, the usual category thing. TV show, book, game, mm -hmm. movie. I think we, we can use our best judgment as for eligible criteria. If someone says something too obscure, we'll be like, that's just not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kristen, as outgoing champion, you get to go first. Woo! Then we will do Michelle, followed by John, followed by Rob, followed by me. All right. Kristen, on your mark, get set, go. Divergent. TMNT. TV series or movie or what? Uh, the Nickelodeon series. Okay, it's coming back for a new season. All right, John. Yeah. Star Wars Rebels, the television show. All right, Rob. Archer, season five. Mm. Uh, X-Men, Days of Future Past. Muppets Most Wanted. Mockingjay. Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Guardians of the Galaxy film. Uh, Godzilla. Robocop. The Lego movie. Transformers. Wait, 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 Lego movie? Yeah, shut up, keep going. Yeah, Lego movie. Yep, that counts. Okay. Transformers 4. Uh, Orange is the New Black Season 2. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. You bastard. Maleficent. Uh, the Hobbit. There, I'm back again. Uh, uh, Robo Can anybody say Robocop yet? Yeah, it's been said. Ah, damn. Five uh, seconds. I guess I'm out. Oh, John is officially out. Oh, yes. womp, womp. I'll say Sons of Anarchy Season 7. Uh, the How I Met Your Mother finale. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars. The, the what? It's a John Green book. Okay. Don't punish me for your ignorance, no. Jeff. <laughs> it, it, it's legit. Yeah. Um, did we say Thrones season four? I don't think ah. so. You just did. <laughs> Good one. Uh, so it's me. Uh, I'll say Girls season three. Uh, I'm going to say The Banner Saga. What? That's a video game that's been coming out for quite a while. You can just make this shit up. We wouldn't know. Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> No, I heard about oh, that. Good one. <laughs> um, I'm desperate, but Fifty Shades of Grey is coming out this year. Oh, for Whoa. fuck's sake. Jesus. Uh, I will say uh, Noah. Fuck uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Three Hundred Rise of an Empire. No, I already nope. said it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, Gone Girl. Oh, I think I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'll say Boardwalk Empire season five. Are you just going through your HBO Plus <laughs> HBO Go queue? Five seconds, Kristen. No time. Imitation game. I'll say Transcendence. Winter's Tale, the adaptation to a movie. Um, I'll say the second arc of The Wake by Snyder, Scott Snyder. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with the one I told you, the BBC series Fleming, the man who would be Bond. Oh fuck! God damn it! <laughs> I did I'll it. say Calvary by uh, McDonough. Oh fuck me! Uh, I'm out. Yes, <laughs> that was my last thing. Oh my god! <laughs> damn it! <laughs> the torture's past. <laughs> uh, I decided not to say any more video games. <laughs> Rob, congratulations on your victory. Thank you. Are you. The champion for 2014. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and on that note, your last win of 2014. Oh, snap. Hey. <laughs> Shell is throwing out the gauntlet. We got some more games coming up. It's true. We got plenty of games yeah, in store. Like, Lots I'm of games. I'm feeling good about the summer box office this year. Yeah. I want to do more Oscar games. Oh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we will definitely come up with some good games for this year and a host of other incredibly exciting things for Tisby in 2014. Uh, on that note, we are going to wrap up this episode the same way we wrap up every episode, and that's with our Geek of the Week segment, where we talk about things we've been watching, reading, doing, playing. Not that we haven't been doing that for the past 45 minutes or so, <laughs> but uh, let's just do, do a quick uh, round robin on it. Uh, let's start with Kristen. Kristen, aside from the ridiculous amount of things we've already mentioned this episode that have already started up in 2014. Sherlock! Hi. <laughs> Just Sherlock? No, I have something else. There's a new comedy special that's on Netflix by Bo Burnham called What? The title is basically referring to your reaction to it. It's just, what? Um, what? <laughs> but it's actually, it's really funny. It's a lot of songs, but they're really good. And just like running around the stage between pianos and miming, masturbating on stage. Uh, I did watch it with my parents on what? Christmas Eve. Um, what? And they liked it. Uh, what? <laughs> it's really good though. It's like kind of mind blowing. And I think you all should watch it. Bo Burnham, what? It's streaming on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. There's more than just jerking off on stage, I promise. I should hope so. <laughs> he doesn't actually do it, he just pretends to. Mm. Alright. Who, oh, well, who, who was right about Sleepy Hollow first? You were. That's right. Uh, Alright, let's move on to <laughs> John. John, what have you been up to lately? Uh, well, uh, this is something I haven't mentioned. Um, Santa Claus brought me Batman Arkham Origin. And uh, I've been playing that. The hour and a half prior to this episode, I was on. I was stuck on a single with uh, fucking Deathstroke, asshole. But it's been really good. It, it it seems like they took a lot of the skins and assets and character and animation and moves from Arkham City and just sort of rearranged them and changed the the, the looks of the characters and stuff but it's still really it's still a really fun Batman game yeah, to play. Yeah, it's similar. It looks like similar gameplay, although I'm frequently like the action sequences of the fighting is really awesome. I feel like I'm watching a movie when I watch you play. Yeah, so, that's it's really, really good. cool. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that that game has uh, retained the quality, at least somewhat, of its predecessors. It's getting a little bit shaky reviews because it, there's not a whole lot that's different from the other games. But, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's sort of like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, like, it's still just as fun to play as the other games. Nice. Let's move on to Michelle. Michelle, what have you been up to lately? So, the second season of The Legend of Korra just wrapped up. I finished it this past week. It was great. I definitely recommend it. It's the next addition to the Last Airbender series. Without spoiling anything, there's another big battle between a light avatar and a dark avatar and a connection between the human world and the spirit world. It's really awesome. I recommend it. And I'm also returning to Sandman. Uh, I took a break after the first graphic novel, and I just finished two and three in quick succession, and I'm really liking it a lot more now. So, And there's a new one out. I know, so I'm going to read up to five and then take a break and read the new one. Mm. So, hmm. Yeah, Sandman has a really great evolution. Uh, it definitely changes pretty drastically from the first half of it to the second half of it. Um, Even the different volumes are really, really kind of different stories, too. And so it's it's intriguing. There are some points that really misses, but most of it is, is really spot on, and it's, it's very exciting. Nice, yeah. Keep us posted on how you end up liking it. All right, let's move on to Rob. Rob, what have you been up to lately? Well, I'm in a weird space because I traveled back east for the holidays, and I know that there are, like, comics out that I usually read and movies out that I would see, but I haven't done any of those things because I'm rushing around for the holidays and stuff. But um, one of the things I have gotten to do at my parents' place is just to kill downtime at uh, the end of the day is watch The Sopranos again, which I haven't done in forever. And uh, even, even though I've seen bits and pieces of the last two seasons, I never watched them in order. So I'm doing that now. And it's the best. I always think that The Wire is my favorite show, and I, I, don't, I still don't think The Sopranos would make a top five list for me, but it's undeniably the show that changed television. The, the level of storytelling that's going on is so layered 
and literate and subtle and it's easy to see why it's still still celebrated and i'm having a blast watching the last two years of it in a quick succession just binge watching it so i'll keep mine brief and say that the soprano still holds up and it's awesome and uh we should be celebrating it as much as we still are yeah definitely let's see i've been watching the latest season of south park lately and I haven't done like a whole season of South Park in a while. I've kind of caught bits and pieces over the past, mm. I don't know, seven years. But this season of South Park has been excellent so far. The episodes are either mind-blowingly hilarious or at least intelligent enough to be really interesting while still being pretty funny. There was a three-episode Game of Thrones parody. Yeah. That was uh, pretty excellent. I heard about it. Yeah. It was. It was all based around Black Friday and the console wars with the PS4 and the Xbox One, which uh, I assume will have big things in 2014. But did not get a chance to talk about them too much. They frame all of this in a Game of Thrones way, but they tie it up at the end of it. Spoilers. It's a brilliant ball, like a lead-in to the South Park Stick of Truth game that's coming out in March. Mm-hmm. So, like, the way that the whole thing ends is sort of like it leads into how the game begins. And I thought that was an awesome button to close it. Yeah, they're always really smart about doing stuff like that, about writing things that have to do with uh, stuff that's happening outside of the show. Like, the entire South Park movie back when that came out was basically about what would happen when the South Park movie came out. So, yeah, Matt Stone and Trey Parker have always been really witty like that. But yeah, there was another episode called Informative Murder Porn that was about all... It was like this weird role reversal, violent media, only instead of adults being worried about kids like playing violent video games or, or something like that, all the kids were worried about adults watching like true crime, nonfiction, like kind of murder shows. And I just thought that was really funny. And then their episode, World War Zimmerman, was one of the best episodes of South Park I've ever seen in my life. It was also horrifying because the whole thing was about Trayvon Martin George Zimmerman incident um, which I will not go into here (laughs) but yeah seriously excellent stuff from South Park lately highly recommend people check it out particularly if they haven't given the show a chance in a while and uh, that about wraps it up for Geek of the Week so uh, at this point I want to give you guys an opportunity to make any shout outs and to let people know where they can find you online starting with Kristen Kristen where can people find you you can find me on Twitter at Nero's Liar. Cool. Let's move on to Michelle. You can find me on Twitter at Tracing Rays. John, what about you? On Twitter at Draw the Story. And Rob? You can find me on Twitter at Heroes Are Boring. Cool. As of currently, you can't really find me anywhere, but that'll change. And yeah, this podcast's new website might be up by the time this is posted so i don't really really, uh, i'm just not gonna say anything Uh, we're on itunes this is serious business on itunes that's the safe bet we've also got a a, an incredibly awesome tumblr that Kristen runs i as always have absolutely no idea how to end this episode sherlock (laughs) can't believe someone actually made a sherlocktopus Well, it's uh, Octojohn, actually. Yeah. Everybody's got booze. Yep. It's incoming. Incoming. Incoming booze? Mm-hmm. I hope it, uh, like, smashes through your window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah! I came <laughs> 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 It's a, a giant martini glass. Oh, yeah! <laughs> this is serious business. Yeah, this episode's just turning into, like, we redact our previous opinions.